Good morning, Judith. Good morning, Sonia. Welcome to the Coach's Cup. You got your cup? I've got mine. This morning, we are talking about a topic um, I think so many women can relate to. We're talking about how to stop beating yourself up because we do it all the time. You know, Sonia, the first thing that comes to my mind as you even said the sentence, I'm like, one, there's knowing that you're beating yourself up because you have awareness and you might be using the model and you know how to put it in a pattern. But how many, how many women are out there right now who feel terrible about themselves and are not even realizing huh. that, that they're causing it, that they're causing it with their thoughts that, that truly just entered my mind as you started. So no, that, that is brilliant because it's true. It, it's awareness is the first step, right? So if you're feeling bad a lot and yeah, then maybe you have to, you have to back up and figure out why. But many times it's because women run a thought loop of negative thoughts. Um, I'm not good enough. I'm such a loser. I'll never lose weight. Yeah. Why, why did I say that? Why did I do that? Mm-hmm. Um, and I was talking to my husband last night because we were, we were talking about this topic and, you know, we were talking about whether or not men beat themselves up and, you know, he, he does not represent all men any more than I represent all women. But he, he said, he said, you know, he said, if I'm going to get pulled over for, for speeding, I always would hope that the cop was a man because women generally are very black and white thinkers. (laughs) You're either right or you're wrong. You were speeding or you weren't. And he said, man, you can tell them what the situation was and you've got a better chance of getting a warning. And I thought, you know, first I laughed and then I thought, that really does fit with my experience, at least in the way I look at myself and in the way I look at other women looking at themselves. And I'm black and white in that I don't give myself a whole lot of gray space. I don't give myself a whole lot of grace. I, I could also uh, recognize the same pattern in myself. I am much more uh, compassionate and can drop perspective for someone else's um, place in life or thoughts or where they're at versus my own. Um, that is really until I had the awareness mm-hmm. ability to recognize the patterns that I'm creating with my thinking. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, women, we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to be the perfect mom I I cannot tell you how many women I have coached on their parenting. They want to be the perfect wife. They want to be the perfect employee. And we almost set ourselves up for failure. Uh, Not even almost. Many times we set ourselves up for failure because we have this expectation that we have to be at A plus level, (laughs) getting back to perfectionism. We have to be at A plus level. And there's not, there's nothing in between the A and the F. We're either a good mom 
or win a bad mom. What did you say? We're either winning or failing. Yes. No in between. No in between. And, you know, number one, that's just not true. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I be minus it every day. (laughs) I find ways to be a B minus mom, a B minus wife. You know, I, I say that laughingly. But there are days when my best is not A plus and it just has to be okay. Absolutely. I can't, I have, oh my gosh, personally and coached several women around the same topic of um, good enough and time and what is my best. And I'm just going to go ahead and drop this bomb right now that I fall into that category. I'm always doing my best. Because it's never for lack of not trying to do my best. It's what I'm capable of in the moment is always my best. Yeah. Period. I don't know. I'm going off on a tangent here. No, I, I think you're absolutely right. Because those are the very things doing the best we can in the moment are the very things that we want to look, turn around and look at later and say, well, I, I should have done this and I should have and I should have and, you know those shoulds you you hear that that phrase stop shooting on yourself it, it's useless yeah yeah it there is but until you know until you know better can you figure out how to do better for yourself and that's right um and i think even now as especially as a coach it's um it's particularly um I don't, if I said painful, like that I have feelings because I feel for my clients, it does create a sense of wanting to teach better and awareness so that they can see that they're creating this for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It is optional. Mm-hmm. Beating yourself up, it's- feeling badly is so optional. And here's the other thing about beating yourself up. It doesn't work. <laughs> there's always that like it it's the ultimate would would it be the ultimate self-sabotage is that would that be correct because I yeah I could make that argument you you think you're going to beat yourself into this pattern of to create change when in a reality you are just beating yourself down into a swirling mess yeah you're never going to get a positive result with negative thoughts no Boom. It, it's math, right? right? It is. It's math. Two negatives will never, ever make a positive. So, you know, I always think that this is funny to show with overeating. It's really easy to show with overeating because you overeat and then you beat yourself up. And then you overeat. And then you overeat. <laughs> yes. It leads to another negative. I mean, it's math. It's never, ever going to lead to you saying, Oh, well, I'm a changed person. I love myself. I'm going to be good to myself and not overeat again. That's not the way it works. Wouldn't it be nice though? But it doesn't. You're right. So doesn't. If it worked, we would have moved beyond this in our evolution because we all do it. Every one of us. Absolutely. So it is time to move beyond it. Yeah. So how do we do that? (laughs) I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) While we're having this little interlude, we should tell everyone that I am on a ball. Oh, (laughs) really? 
<laughs> like if you see me rolling around, I am He's balancing. I Judith have, is on the ball this morning. Literally and figuratively on the ball. <laughs> trying to figure out um, how to sit all day and not be in misery. And so this ball is a little bit, it's a little flat. I, I can't, I don't have to find the pump, but it does, it does help for now. <laughs> I think I'll be rotating the chair anyway. Okay. So yeah. we've had everybody who's, who's listening to the podcast. They're all going to be, they're all going to be curious. Now they're going to jump over to YouTube and watch this. So you rolling around. I haven't fallen. I haven't fallen off the ball yet. So that's a good thing. Luckily. Yeah. Right. Uh, so how to stop the cycle. Yeah. The first thing, I guess the very first thing, as you've already said, is awareness that this is what we're doing. And, you know, the best way to do that, I think, is is with journaling. Of course, we're always talking about journaling. We believe in it strongly. But it's amazing what will come out on paper when you're writing something down that you don't catch because it's so quick moving through your your brain. And I, I always want to caution this. It's like when you're journaling, you don't have to believe. It's one thing to write it down. But if you can't look at it with objectivity and know that every single thing, like there's just going to be a couple facts and then everything else in there is a story you're telling yourself that yeah. it's all optional. Everything is optional. Yeah. So just know that just because you're journaling doesn't mean you're going to figure this out. You have to look at your thoughts. Yeah. And facts. Yeah. You have to question everything that, that your brain says, because how much of it is true. Right. Um, and a coach can help do that. Yeah. So, but one of the first things that you can do once you know that you're beating yourself up and you catch yourself in that pattern is start practicing talking to yourself like you would talk to a child or a pet. <laughs> not your child, not your child. <laughs> child. Yeah. Someone else's child. <laughs> now people are going to wonder about the way we talk about our children but yeah but you know sometimes we do talk to our children the way we talk to ourselves and I'm ready to repeat myself somewhere I, I just told this story about um you know they've done research on plants mm -hmm. did I talk to you about this was this I don't think so I don't think so I, I'm talking a lot these days so forgive me if you hear this story again but They've done this research on plants where they, you know, they're the same plants and they put these, the same environment, whatnot, except for one thing. One group gets yelled at every day. One group of plants gets yelled at every day and the other group of plants gets loved on every day and they respond. So there's that. Like this what is crazy. It is crazy. And they've done it with like, heavy metal music versus like, I don't even know artists, but like, and it's true. So how the energy that your thoughts create for you, your body is responding to in other ways. Now, not maybe not like the plant, but if you think about a plant dying because it's being talked to negatively and yelled at mm -hmm. in essence, that's what you're doing to yourself. Yeah. You're just slowly eroding any trust factor that you have with yourself, any believability that, that you are capable of change, that, that 
is what I want to drop right there. Yeah, because you are capable of change. Absolutely. It yep. takes work. You don't just flip a switch and change the way it works, but it you are capable. And you got so good at beating yourself up because you practiced it. Yes. Period. You didn't. It, it's just, it's so well rehearsed. And so it's such a groove in your brain yes. that um, listen, I'm getting all fired up. I'm like banging on the table. I know. Well, and you've led perfectly into our second way that you stop. You have to practice new thoughts. Constantly be intentional with your conscious brain. Lean into that. Mm -hmm. Write them down. I mean, I, I do. I, if you look at my calendar, if you look at my notebook I, at the top, I'll write little notes to myself because I don't keep it at the top of my brain. That's not the groove that's in my brain, but it's going to be because I'm going to keep practicing it. Right. Right. And um, yeah, no, it, it, that's, it takes practice. Go ahead. I was thinking about like, um, you know, I'm still working on my 5k in 30 minutes goal, you know, and that's going to take practice. It's going to take a lot of practice. You just don't, you just don't jump out of the gate unless you're like, I don't know, Hussein Bolt. I don't know. That's like the one name I could come up. I don't know. I don't know runners, but, um, you just don't. Well, and he sprints. So I don't even know if he could do. He probably, I'm sure he, he probably could. could. <laughs> he probably could, but his training is a little different. So maybe not. <laughs> he could probably do like a five minute, five minute. <laughs> 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 Who are we kidding? Um, but the point is you have to practice things to get better at it, period. And you, and if you want it and you, you just never stop, you never quit, you have to always be increasing your awareness and finding your wins and celebrating and appreciating yourself is the key. Yeah. And if, if you go out for a run and you, what, what were you doing? What about 45 minutes? Is that what you were doing? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I was probably about 12, 12 minute, 13 minute miles. So if you go out for a run and you can run your 5k in 35 minutes, you don't stand there and beat yourself up because oh. you're not at 30 minutes yet. Like, I'm glad that's over. Yeah. <laughs> and you celebrate what you've, what you've done. Right. And Oh my gosh, this is such a beautiful analogy. When one thing that I'm going off on trend it, runners are absolutely the best. And I'll never forget like the first time I'm coming through the shoot, you know, and it's like, I'm like dead last on this half marathon. I mean, there may have been like three people behind me and one of them was like, you know, she didn't have, there was something very unique about her and I can't remember what it was, but anyway, um, but all the runners stayed, not all, but a great many of them. And they are clapping for me and, and like cheering me on, on that final stretch. Mm -hmm. And, I'll just never forget that feeling of having others cheer for me because in my mind, you know, while I was doing good things and I was so proud, I was tired and I was emotional and, but they so appreciate it because they know the journey that I have been on. Mm -hmm. and, um, so I'm offering that as a visual for our listeners out there to be your own cheerleader, to cheer for yourself at the finish line always and celebrate you. 
Yeah. And the podcast listeners can't see the sign behind you, but it says behind every successful woman is herself. And she's not beating herself up. If you're successful, it's because you are being that cheerleader. You're figuring it out. You're proud of your, of your steps that you take, even if they're small. So you've got to practice. You've got to figure out how to be your own cheerleader. And then I, once again, you've segued perfectly because the last one is you have to be willing to feel the thoughts that are going to come up, the feelings that are going to come up, shame, guilt, disappointment. I mean, we are so good at drumming up those feelings and you have to be willing to feel them all. Right. Because here's the thing. We, we don't deny our ability to see. We're very, in fact, we love our ability to see. We go to great lengths to see. Here's my brain <laughs> show. Like, yeah. we take care of our eyes. We take care of our hearing. We are grateful for the sense of touch and the sense of taste. We are experts at denying how we feel. And if we would just take the time and give the feelings their moment and ex experience and feel the feeling and let it move through us and on to the next, they will leave versus like pushing it away or resisting. Just allow it to come on in because mm -hmm. we're not like, going, Oh, I don't want to see. I don't want to see unless it's a scary movie, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly to feel your feelings and don't, don't deny your feelings. It's, it's a very human experience. Yeah. Earlier this week, um, I was, I was feeling disappointment mm -hmm. and I caught myself because my urge, my urge at that moment was to just push it aside and, and think some happy thought. And I was like, no, I need to, I need to process this. Mm. I need to acknowledge it. I'm disappointed. I need to process it, move through it. And like, I don't know, a minute and a half later, I had forgotten about it. I was off on something else. And I thought, oh, wait, I was processing disappointment. What happened? <laughs> That's excellent. It was gone. You gave it its minute. I did. And it, it is literally sometimes just, and sometimes it's longer. I mean, there are, there are negative feelings that last longer or that come back. But if we will stay with them, talk ourselves through it. And here's the thing too, that we, I think we've talked about this before is that, you know, some thoughts and feelings may never go away, but the more you talk to them and acknowledge them, the less they will become, less they become. Yes. Yeah. Did I get that out right? The less they will come around. <laughs> right. I knew what you meant. <laughs> I'm not sure I did. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are things that are going to come up every day when you first start doing this. Yeah. And we have to practice. Mm -hmm. We have to talk to ourselves kindly mm -hmm. and we have to be willing to feel whatever feelings come up. And if you do that, then it really is amazing not only how much more successful you can be with your own personal endeavors, but how much better you are at being a wife and a mother 
and an employee and a human on this earth or an entrepreneur or, you know, whatever, you are a better you when you stop beating yourself up. The judgment. Stop it. Yeah. Because that's really what we're saying. Yeah. The judgment you're placing on your thoughts and feelings and just staying in the, staying in the toilet. Yeah. It does no one any good. So flush it for the last time today. <laughs> Look at us. Woo. <laughs> Get into the potty talk. We're going to put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to say, Judith? You know, I've got a couple of notes laying around here and, um, I can't seem to come across. I think we've covered. <laughs> yeah. Love, okay. yourself. Love yourself on purpose. If there is like, you know, an intention you can set, just know that loving yourself is always an option just as much as loathing on yourself. Yes. And, it and it's feels, a better one. It feels so much better. It feels so much better. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a healthy plant is always reaching toward the sun. You know, you think about flowers doing that. We're the same way. So reach for that sunshine. Don't be, don't be hiding behind. I don't know what, do, what do plants hide behind? <laughs> don't. They wither. I guess yeah. that's an option. Yeah. They're thriving mm -hmm. or not. Yeah. So the ones with love, are thriving. Yeah. They're getting watered and they're getting softly spoken to with kindness. And look how beautiful you are today. Yeah. Oh, got a new leaf. <laughs> <laughs> so rate for the sunshine, dear listeners. Yeah. Totally. And we'll see you next week. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye.